Welcome to After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Pandora, or head on over to the website, americaoutloud.com, and check out the thousands of articles and podcasts updated daily. And while you're there, please share those articles and podcasts on social media. We appreciate that a great deal. America Out Loud faces the same social media censorship that so many other conservatives do on a daily basis. So when you share those articles and podcasts, it does help a great deal, even if you don't have a big account on social media, just sharing it there and having a couple of people share it and then they see it and then they share it. I mean, it helps a great deal. You guys don't even know. So we always appreciate it when you share the podcast and the articles from americaoutloud.com. You know, we've had a busy week already this week, and over the weekend, we've had some tragic shootings take place in our country. Um, Starting on Friday night in Milwaukee, you had that incident after the Milwaukee Bucks game where that shooting took place, and there was a stampede-like event where several people were injured. Um, I believe it was 10 people shot and then seven other hospitalized because of the uh, panic of the shooting. And then you had Saturday in Buffalo, New York. You had this crazed uh, white kid go shoot up some supermarket. Very sad to think that uh, people are just grocery shopping, getting groceries for their families. Next thing you know, bullets are flying and uh, some really sad stories coming out of Buffalo, including that gentleman who worked uh, security. He was a retired police officer, and then he uh, decided to work security for the supermarket. And unfortunately, he was gunned down in the shooting. He actually did shoot uh, the shooter, but the um, shooter was wearing uh, some kind of militia gear, and it did not phase him. Then you had Sunday, a church in California shooting. I mean, this violence is just getting out of control here in America. And instead of going after the psychos or trying to get to the bottom of why people are behaving like this, the Democrats are going to go after the millions of law-abiding gun owners all over the country who have nothing to do with these rampages. And it's the same playbook over and over again. These tragic events happen. And the Democrats cannot wait to get on social media or get on television and play politics. It's very sad to see, but we see it time and time again from the Democrat Party. Uh, Rob, how are you doing tonight? And uh, what are your thoughts from all these shootings that we had over the weekend? Well, Andrew, thank you uh, for that opening. I think that everything you said is spot on. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in to the show. also want to thank we have a special guest B.B. Diamond, who's going to also be on to break all this down. She has some thoughts on this, including the missing baby formula. But Andrew, as you know, you and I, we went live on Saturday night when this took place, live on Facebook to discuss the shootings. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm in, in my thoughts trying to, what can, what can I say? I am surprised that people are surprised that this is happening, that the shooting took place. Now, of course, immediately the media was able to identify the suspect with his name, his color, his race, and of course, slap the label of white white supremacist on him. What this young man did, this 18-year-old, was horrible, extremely horrible. He had been radicalized 
hate in his heart. We're hearing that he wrote a manifesto. He even streamed this horrific incident on social media. Radicalized by whom? By the person sitting in the White House, Joe Biden. Radicalized by whom? By the liberal mainstream media that has been pumping a steady diet to people that white people are bad. You're evil. You're intrinsically evil. Your ancestors are evil. Look at what you did to black people. Look at what you did to the Indians. You enslaved people. You took away their land. Now, never mind you that when you look at history of the world, you'll see countries did this all over, over and over again. And if you read the Bible, you'll see the same thing. But shh, shh, don't say anything about that. We got to focus on what the white people did here in the United States because they're bad. And because of it, we've got to make certain that we teach our children that they're bad. And because of it, we've got to go back to segregation and make certain that black people are here, white people are there, and there's a safe space for white for black people. Because whenever they see a white person, they feel threatened. They're, they're triggered. And this is bad stuff. So it comes in no surprise to me that this young man would go bonkers and seek to go after the people that he sees in his mind as being the enemies. Black people haven't done anything to him, but he's been, he was fed a constant diet that he's bad and that these people need to be put up on a pedestal because they've been oppressed and they're still being oppressed. I have said this before on After Dark, I said it on the mega media platform, that if we keep pushing the segregation, if we keep pushing this, they're better than you and you guys have done this to them and we've got to put you down, that someone is going to explode. And it's unfortunate that this 18 year old boy, Peyton Gendron exploded this past Saturday in Buffalo, New York. Now, as I said, the media, instantly identified him, gleefully put his name out there, gleefully put his picture out there. Now, they will have you to believe that this is a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. But you know what else they're going to push? They're going to tell Black people, see that they're after you. They're coming after you. We told you they're coming after you. But look at who's in the White House. Well, it doesn't matter. They're coming after you. Let's, let's blame it on the past administration. The past administration just said, we need to put all this stuff aside. We need to stop this. But the current administration, every time you turn around, they're telling you, white people are bad. In our schools, white people are bad. And you even have white liberals carrying that same banner. We're bad. Look at what we've done. Yeah, we've you're done right. We've to your people, and we, we need to pay for it. Andrew, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's interesting that part of what radicalized this kid was that uh, Waukesha Christmas parade attack, because on his gun, he had one of the victims that uh, Daryl Brooks ran over, um, written down on his gun, apparently, that he shot all of these black people with. So, uh, of course, this kid was radicalized by the media. And uh, just a very sad situation all around that this happened uh, in the Buffalo community. It is very sad. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Daryl Brooks because I was about to bring him up. The guy who ran down white people 
and Wakosha, Wisconsin. Now, when it happened, his name wasn't readily available. They tried to hide it. They tried to make excuses, and they're still trying to do it because they don't want to talk about that. Look at Frank James, the New York City subway shooter back in April. Initially, you can find anything about Frank James. They didn't want to say his name. And now that we know his name, we know who he is, the story's gone. Now, what you bet, this story on Peyton Gentron, we'll hear about it for the next six months all the way up to the election. Because they've got to scare Black people into voting for Democrats. Because we're the ones who are going to save you. They've just got to scare Black people to say, we've got to take away all the guns. But the NRA was founded so that Black people could defend themselves against the Democrats in the South who were wearing sheets over their heads, calling themselves the KKK. But you see, that part of history has just been taken out. No one wants to know about that. A lot of Black people don't know about it. Well, how can they know about it when the Democrats are trying to rewrite history? How can they know about it when you have a lot of Republicans who are afraid to touch it? But what happened and what will continue to happen is unfortunate. We need to put the brakes on this. We need to call it out. And the media, who loves to say, oh, well, the Constitution mentioned us in the Constitution. Yes, but you're not doing your job. You're creating more divisiveness. More of these things will happen. Look at what happened uh, Sunday in Laguna Beach, Laguna Beach, California, at church. Now, let's see how much media this will get, because it was at a Presbyterian church. And my understanding right now, they're saying it was a white church. Let's see how much of a play that will get compared to Peyton Gendron. To me, all of them are equally wrong. But BB, this is where we are in society, that we have created this system where we're, we're trying to make things right, but in the same, at the same time, in the process of doing so, we're creating more and more problems. What do you say? You know, thank you for having me on, and you're absolutely right. You know, when the individual ran down all white people in Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin, it, it took them a while, in my opinion, to identify who it was. When you had the individual shooting uh, innocent people on the subway, they, they, they seem very reluctant. But when it comes to a white shooter, and I don't want to focus on this, but I guess I'm going to a larger point. And the larger point, if it's a white shooter, like we had in this case, they immediately identify them. I think what fuels some of the frustration, I'm not excusing what he did was horrible. 10 people were killed. Offer my condolences to the families in Buffalo, New York. But what the media does and what this system does, it excuses to often black criminals. It minimizes what they do. There is really no repercussions for their actions to a certain extent. And that can fuel this anger. You know, black people can mow down several white people and where's the national outrage? And, and, and to a larger point, even beyond that, where is the outrage when we kill each other every day? Now, again, I'm not excusing what he did. What he did was evil, pure and simple. The shooting in the church, evil. 
But what I'm also saying is in this country, there needs to be a balance. The news media needs to do its job and report on all of these horrible actions in a balanced way, not hiding the fact that the perpetrator is a black man in this case, and then being willing to immediately reporting if the perpetrator is white. They are all equally horrific. And, and my final note for now is it's not gun control that we need. California has a lot of gun control. Chicago, one of the toughest gun control cities in the country, and yet it doesn't stop the almost daily shooting of black men, shooting other black men and other people as well. Thank you. You're right. Chicago, the most strictest gun laws on the books. And yet, and still, in Chicago, over the weekend, dozens were shot. Some were killed. And Mayor Lori Lightfoot is saying that this summer will be a summer of joy. She's given a pass. She's a failed mayor. But she's given a pass. They will give her a pass. Look at the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. Now, some will say, well, you've got to give him time because he he has an idea. He's a former policeman. And you just got to give him time. Give him time for what? For more people to lose their lives? What are we giving him time for? Now, the governor of New York has come out and she has denounced the shooting in Buffalo. They're saying that it was a hate crime. Took them no time to identify, but I thought it was interesting that with Frank James, it took them some time to decide whether or not they were going to charge him with a hate crime, whether or not they're going to charge him with domestic terrorism. But this cat, Peyton Gendron, oh, immediately hate crime. Immediately domestic terrorist. Now, as B.B. Diamond said, and I concur, what both of these men did was evil, is evil, evil personified. Whenever you're going after any type of murder is evil. Let's just be clear. It is evil. There's no easy one. There's no life. It's just evil. What happened in Laguna Beach, California? Evil. Daryl Brooks, evil. And to try and justify it at any level makes you evil as well. But yet, and still, this is where we are. We see this happening time after time after time. We won't, we won't identify the root cause. We will always run to guns. And as we both said, look at California, they have gun laws. Chicago, Illinois, the strictest gun laws on the books. But yet, and still, Black people are being killed. And no one says anything. Black kids are being killed. I mean, if we were to just to do a survey and just look at how many deaths, how many Black kids are being buried in Chicago, on a weekly basis, a monthly basis. It's an astonishing number. And that same number is coming to New York City, Black people being killed. But we can't say anything about it. The only time we're going to say something about it is when it involves a white person. Why? Why is that? It's all crime. It's all murder. People are being shot. You take away all the guns. Let's take away all the guns, as Beto O'Rourke said. Yeah, you betcha I'm going to take away your guns. Yeah, but the criminals are still in the street. Why take away the guns when the criminals are still there? Why not remove the criminals? Remove the bad elements. Why did this kid do what he did, Peyton Gendron? And they're saying that his parents were aware of it and that they'll probably charge them as well. 
It's, I mean, as I said in my opening, I am not surprised, but I am fearful that this will happen again because of what's coming out of the White House. And people don't want to accept it. They don't want to look at it. But when you're constantly pushing and being fed a constant diet, a steady diet of hate, that one group is better than the other. Look at what happened in, happened in Africa after apartheid. They had these different African nations saying, okay, we're going to take all this stuff from the white people. We're going to give it to the black people. And we're going to go in by force. And if they get in the way of the white people, we're going to chop them up. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Hate still growing. It just keeps happening. As opposed to people saying, what happened, happened. Let's move forward. Why do you want to just sit there and marinate in it? It's not going to help you. Taking from one, giving to the other forcefully. Hate will eventually set in. Just imagine you're going to come in and you're going to tell this family, we're going to take this from you and we're going to give it to that family. So your family is going to go without. Okay, the adults might say, well, it's just going to be that way. But the kids that see that, the kids that are affected by it, the kids that are suffering, they're going to say, but why? I didn't do anything. We had nothing to do with this. And then the hate starts to fester and it continues to grow. And then you have old heads like Biden who thinks he's doing what's right and he's only doing it for a vote. He's dead and gone. And then the rest of us have to deal with the repercussion. Andrew, it's scary, but that's where we are. It is scary. And what else is scary is this baby formula shortage. And is it manufactured by Joe Biden and Democrats? We'll talk about that more in our next half. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, available on America Out Loud via iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or download the America Out Loud app for free to keep track of all the great shows. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew, with special guest, BB Dime. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, Switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. 
And we're back, folks. And as Andrew teased us to when we were closing the first half, we're talking about the baby formula. And this is what I want you guys to think about. That somewhere in America, a baby's life has just been saved. The baby's mother chose life over death for her child. I want to say that again. Somewhere in America, a baby's life has just been saved. The baby wasn't aborted. That mother made the decision. I'm going to choose life over death for my baby, for this human being growing inside of me. I'm going to choose life. Now, at the same time, this mother's choosing life. We have the current administration that's sending baby formulas to our southern border. So that this mother who decided to choose life for her child could possibly not be able to feed that child. Well, some would say, oh, that's just a coincidence. How could it happen? Is it a coincidence or is it by design? Because as we were hearing, Biden's administration is saying that they knew that there was going to be a shortage and that they had a plan in place. What was the plan in place, Pratel, if you knew there was going to be a shortage? Now, we saw earlier this year, there was, they were talking about there was a possible food shortage. We heard earlier this year and last year of a supply chain problem. And what was Poot Buttigieg doing, transportation secretary? Oh, he was on maternity leave. He and his best friend, they were trying to set up house with having two twins. They got it from someone because, of course, men can't have babies, although they would like you to believe it. But they adopted the kid. Meanwhile, that mother that decided to bring life into the world could possibly be faced with the conundrum that, how am I going to feed my baby? And then you had Bette Mittler say, come, what do you think? How do you think you should feed the baby? Give the baby breast milk. Yeah, but not every mother is able to breastfeed. And not every baby will drink breast milk. Now, you would think she would know. She's a mother of two, I think. But then, too, she's old and decrepit. So, you know, she's probably past her time, her prime, and she's not aware of what's happening now, which is typical of these elitist Democrats. Their heads are so far in the air that they don't see what the simple people are doing. And how interesting how the ties have changed. Because at one point they were saying that the Republican Party, they're elitist, they can't identify. But then when Donald Trump came in, he said, wait a minute, we need to put our pulse on the finger of America and see what's happening. And people woke up and said, hey, we're here. This is what's happening. So while Biden and his administration are basically trying to put together a $40 billion package to send money to Ukraine. Our children are left here, our babies, possibly hungry. How can you send $40 billion of our taxpaying dollars to Ukraine? What are they going to do with that money? Now, we support them, yes. But when does it stop? When do we turn off the spigot? And what are they doing with the money again? No one has an answer. But we're going to send it to them, and then we're going to get the baby formulas. We're going to stockpile on that and send that to the border, while Americans are told, oh, tighten up your belt. 
It's going to be a long and bumpy ride, but don't you fear. It'll be okay. I don't believe it. 2022 happening in America. Andrew, Bibi, what do you say? Well, I think it's it's a shame, and I, I the, the administration was warned uh, about the potential for baby formula shortage, and here we are. But I think at the root of this is the fact that the Democrat leadership um, is at a, in a sense at war with the American people. They put a second, third, or fourth, and this is something we need to bear in mind. Their policies are hurting the American people. And they don't seem to want to pivot to turn this ship around. Uh, Biden was handed a great economy. We understand COVID-19 happened in the shutdowns. But in 2019, we were humming along. Everyone was doing well under Donald Trump. So he was handed a gift, although many of us believe the election was stolen. But that's besides the point. So for, for we have baby formula shortages, high gas prices, all all of this, it was created by the Biden administration. This was not some natural disaster, a hurricane hit, and this and that, somebody, a bomb, God forbid, the United States. This was all the doing of the Democratic Party. You mean to tell me we were still considering, thank God for Senator Rand Paul, who has at this point stopped the $40 billion to Ukraine. We're considering sending $40 billion to Ukraine. We have babies who don't have formula. We have veterans who are homeless. I mean, what is this about? Furthermore, we're an oil-rich country. Why are we paying 5 and $6 for a gallon of gas? This is planned. I think it's purposeful. And I think behind it all is George Soros and Obama, because Obama felt that Americans had it too good. And at this point, until the Democratic Party changes, turns course or changes course, they are an internal enemy. If they can't kill the baby in the womb, even up to the time of birth, they're trying to starve them when they survive uh, the womb. This is outrageous. It's completely outrageous. Go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, BB's so right. And another thing is the Democrats are completely oblivious to what is really happening in our country because they want to send 40 billion to Ukraine while the border is still wide open in our own country. Um, we've got this baby formula shortage, which is a disaster for our American babies. Yet here we find out on the border where we've got millions of illegal immigrants coming in every month. Um, they're stacking their baby formula. They're fine. So if you come into the country illegally, that's okay. You can eat baby formula. But for these American parents, uh, they can't even find it for their kids. Unfortunately, this is where we are in America today. The most unprotected and innocent among us has been thrown into a controversy over the right to live and now be fed. And the richest and most advanced country in the world, yet a baby's value is seemingly worthless. And the United States of America, everywhere else, babies' lives matter. But here in America, I guess not. Because as Bibi so eloquently put it, hey, you don't want them, we'll starve them. We will starve the baby to death, but we're going to make certain that the illegal aliens at the border, yes, I said illegal aliens, we're not going to dress it up and say undocumented workers, because when you look at the, uh, the constitutional codes, not the constitutional codes, but our law codes, it does say 
illegal aliens. It does not say undocumented. That's something that the Democrats want to use to make it sound, you know, sexy and, and easy on the ear. But they're illegal aliens. Let's just speak the truth and shame the devil, as my grandmother would say. Illegal aliens. So you want to feed theirs, but not ours. How can we? How can we sit back and see mothers scrambling, looking for something to feed their babies? And then we're, then we're told, oh, and don't do anything on your own. Don't come up with these fancy ideas, these at-home uh, type of formulas, because you might harm the baby. But what other way am I going to feed my kid? Yeah. Did, I mean, you, see, it, did you see Bette Midler's solution? She says, why, oh, doesn't, yeah. why don't uh, parents just start breastfeeding more often? Like These people just are completely clueless about uh, what is really happening in the homes of the American people. Well, that's what I said. She's like saying, you know, give them breast milk. Like, bet, bet, uh, how long have, when was the last time you had a kid? And she has two kids. But she's so disconnected with the common man. And why do these people feel that they need to weigh in on such topics? It's like, who, who are you? Well, I'm, I'm an actress, I'm an actor. I mean, I heard the other day of this Lapone woman who's a uh, Broadway star, can't think of her first name, but she lamblasted a theater Daddy. door. Patty LaPone. Her name is Patty. Yeah. Wait, did you did you hear about that, BB? Yeah, yeah. Very disrespectful. <laughs> Very disrespectful. I'm like, how can you? She's sitting on the stage and she's going to go up on a rampage. You put that on and you put it above your nose and you this and you that. I'm going to say, Patty, the mask does not work. The vaccine barely works. People have been triple vaccinated, quadrupled, and they're still getting COVID. What are you missing? But you have people walking around with their mask on, thinking it's going to protect them. The mask is up under the nose, over the nose, and people, put your mask on. How dare you? It's a joke. And now that our babies don't have a formula, and what is Biden's response? Well, you know, Putin and Putin and, you know, those ultra MAGA people blaming everyone except himself. He can't blame himself. It's like, look, dude, you're the problem. And I heard someone say the other day that, you know, Biden, although now I'll say this again, they stole the election. Make no doubts. They stole the election. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care what Bill Barr says. They stole the election because even if one vote went the wrong way, it's a stolen election. It is corrupt. This is the United States of America. We cannot tolerate that. But back to my point that Biden is deceived if he thinks, let's just play it out. Let's just give the benefit of a doubt that he you know, won the election. Do you actually think people voted for you because they thought that you could do a better job? Absolutely not. You're insane, okay? You have dementia, Alzheimer's. And why our media won't call him out? Why aren't they calling him out on any of this stuff? Why aren't they calling him out on the violence that's taking place? Why isn't Merrick Garland, since he's supposed to be this like top cop, why hasn't he put an end to all this stuff? Why hasn't he said, we're going to focus on these people, but he's busy trying to go into schools and harass parents because they won't buy into the Biden ideology. They won't buy into the Biden's school script of CRT. They won't buy into the Biden's ideology that when the kids get to school, we're going to confuse them and tell them, you're not a boy, you're not a girl. 
So Paris are pushing back. So Merrick Garland wants to send the FBI out and, you know, rattle the cages and scare the parents. Meanwhile, our babies don't have anything to eat. Meanwhile, the border has just exploded. Meanwhile, inflation is at a 40-year high. Supply chain problem. But we're told that, oh, it's incentric. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry about it. It's, you know, it'll be over with soon. When you have Larry Somers, who was by no Obama's, what was he, Obama's uh, financial czar or whatever, is saying that, no, we've got a problem. We have a problem here with inflation. It needs to be addressed. Jerome Powell, he even came out and said, don't say that it's intrinsic. Don't say that because it's not. Yet J- Janet Yellen, she's going to come out, the Secretary of Treasury, she's going to come out and she's going to say, well, you know, we have all these problems because abortion, we, we won't allow people to have abortions. Like, are you serious? Are you serious? Babies are going unfed and you're saying that the reason why we have an economic decline is because women can't have abortions, mainly BB, black women can't have abortions. Now, just imagine for the past 100 years, black people have only made up 12 or 13% of the population. Why the heck has that not changed? Could it be that we're black on black crime? Could it be that we're aborting black babies? Maybe it's ridiculous. No, you're absolutely right. When you think about it, um, Black people make up about 13% of the population, as you correctly said, and Black women within that subset of the population, we are about 6 to 7%. Now, but yet yeah, we're having 38% of the abortions nationwide. So 7% of the population of the United States is having almost 40% of all abortions nationwide. I could see if it was 15%, 20%, no, nearly 40% because they have targeted Black women. That's why there are Planned Parenthood clinics within inner city areas so that Black women could make it easy for Black women to abort babies. You had billboards saying, abortion is health care. When has killing and dismembering an unborn child been considered health care? This is absolutely ridiculous. It's outrageous. I don't know if someone with a Janet Yellen to try to connect uh, abortion to the economy is outrageous. I mean, there is an abortion uh, in industrial complex with Planned Parenthood being at the head of it because they get more women in, the women pay whatever it is, and then they can send the body parts, and I hate to be graphic audience, please forgive me, to different universities. And let me just make this one final point. Last year, I think it was the University of Pittsburgh, they wanted, for their research, 25% Black, 25% Hispanic. So only, so out of Although black women make up only 7%, as I said, the University of Pittsburgh wanted aborted fetus, 25% of the aborted fetuses or babies to be black. 
So this is a whole industrial complex around abortion that we must deal with, must be honest with, and it's brutal and it's cruel. It's like we're sacrificing our babies from Pharaoh in the Bible to and under. Remember, he wanted all Hebrew boys to and under to be killed. Then we fast forward to the days of Jesus when they found out that a Messiah was going to be born to and under. It's like we're sacrificing to this, this to Satan really at this point. I mean, we know there are cases of women being raped. A woman's life can be threatened with the pregnancy. But as research has shown, those are about 1% of the cases. Okay, but what the what, what the left did, and they moved a lot of people to the pro-life side. I want them to know that because they glorified and glamorized the brutality of abortion, and it sickened more and more Americans who are now pro-life. You're absolutely right, BB. And you look at Planned Parenthood, and it's been like this since the beginning. Their uh, founder, Margaret Singer, was had associations with white supremacist groups and eugenics. And uh, she supported sterilization, which uh, resulted in tens of thousands of people um, dying in the 20th century. So this evil has been going on for a long time in our country, uh, particularly with Planned Parenthood and abortion. And uh, to see it affect the Black community in those numbers is just absolutely tragic. You- May I just add one thing? And thank you, Andrew. Margaret Sanger, before they renamed it to Planned Parenthood, it was called the Negro Project. She called Black people weeds. So I just want your audience to understand it. Thank you. Yeah, well said, BB. I want to tell you guys about a great health product, but don't just take my word for it. Head on over to HealthyCell.com and check out all the great reviews. Rodney says, this is honestly the best tasting liquid gel multivitamin I have taken. Try it and I believe you will be pleasantly surprised. I actually look forward to taking it each day. Tiffany says, I'm not a pill popper, so I greatly love these gel-based vitamins. The taste is amazing by itself. You can add it into your smoothies. I'm so happy I found about it when I did. And Rob and I have been taking Healthy Cell for the better part of a year, and we highly recommend you guys go to HealthyCell.com and give it a shot. You could save 20% off with the code OUTLOUD. They've got some great products like a bioactive multivitamin, uh, REM sleep, immune super boost, so many other things. And if you don't like taking pills, Healthy Cell is perfect for you. Some of these uh, health companies want you to take five, six pills a day, not Healthy Cell. You just squeeze out this liquid gel pack, tastes good, and you're done for the day. Um, great product. Thank you, Healthy Cell, for con- uh, supporting conservative media. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin E. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM Sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. 
Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. So, folks, we're at the last segment of our show. And before we went to break, I had mentioned that Janet Yellen was trying to tie the economy, the failures of the economy, with abortion. And I want to play that clip. So I, I was talking to the guy in the back. I wanted them to queue it up. So hopefully they have it queued up and let it run. Eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Roe v. Wade and access to reproductive health care, including abortion, helped lead to increased labor force participation. Did you say that ending the life of a child is good for the labor force participation rate? One aspect of a satisfying life is being able to feel that you have the financial resources to raise a child. In many cases, um, abortions are of teenage women um, particularly low-income and often black. As a guy raised by a black woman in abject poverty, I'm thankful to be here as United States Senator. Okay. Now, do you guys find that interesting? That she was talking to Tim Scott, a black senator, who was raised by a black mother. And she's telling him that because of abortion, or without abortion, black women will suffer. And he said, well, thank God my mom made the right decision. And here I stand today. Now talk about crow she had to eat and pie in her face. But of course, she was probably unaffected by it. You know why? Because she is a white, woke liberal. And that is the worst kind. Now, I hope to God that Black people saw that exchange. Because I'm sure that the media isn't going to want to show it. But then too, if they did see it, Joy Reid our illustrious commentator on PSNBC is going to probably say, oh, well, he's in Uncle Tom. Now, Joy Reid is a black woman. Joy Reid hates homosexuals. If you go look at her blog, you will see it. She will deny it. And she'll say that someone uh, hacked her account, but that's Joy Reid. But what Janet Yellen tried to push off on Tim Scott is unquestionable. And this is how these liberals think. It's our way or the highway. Now, something else I wanna, that I never thought about that B.B. Diamond just really laid it, made it plain when she was referring back to the Bible as to how when Moses was born and the Pharaoh put out a decree to kill all the boy babies, Hebrew babies. Fast forward when Jesus was born and look at what Herod did. Herod, I want to kill all the firstborn sons. And now fast forward to 2022. Look at what they're doing to the black babies. Well, they're an inconvenience. And that's what they're saying, Bibi and Andrew, that they're an inconvenience. 
we have this, we got pregnant, it's an inconvenience, and I just don't know if I can go through with it because it's going to stop my career. And I, I've got to move forward. And this thing that I'm having, it, I, just, I just can't. And they've even gotten them to say it, look at it, is that it's not a baby. It's just, a, it's just something that's in you growing inside of you. So don't even think of it as being a child. Just get rid of it and move on And your career. Even Hillary Clinton's daughter, Chelsea Clinton, said, thank God for Planned Parenthood and abortions because women are able to get out there and make it happen. Yeah, but you can make it happen with the baby. And what about contraceptive? It's like you're gambling. It's like, okay, I don't care. I don't want to use contraceptive. I can get pregnant. I can get rid of it. Abortion on demand. I'm just going to drive up and say, hey, what time is it? I'm going to get rid of this kid. Even Letitia James, the attorney general of New York. Now, I, I'm not impressed with her at all because her entire career has been built on trying to bring Trump down. She hasn't done anything else of significance. She hasn't prosecuted any of the crimes that are taking place in New York City on a daily basis. She and Alvin Bragg, I think they're in cahoots, tag teaming with, oh, look the other way. Don't do this. Don't do that. He's a district of attorney. They, they don't, they, they see crime and they look the other way. But the moment they see Donald Trump, oh, we got to go after him. So Letitia James came out and said that we've got to come up with funds to ensure that women can have babies. Now, mind you, we can't get formulas to feed babies, but we can come up with money to kill babies. Go figure. This is what she said. Now, I didn't say it. She said it. She said that they've got to make certain that they come up with the fund, not only to help women in New York have abortions, but to help women in other states if they need to come here to have an abortion. So if you were to get pregnant in a state that has outlawed abortion, oh, don't worry about it. Apply for this grant and you can come here. We'll do it. Then you can go back home. Yeah, but what if I can't feed my baby? Do you have any formulas? Oh, next. We don't want to hear what you have to say. That's in essence what they're saying. And as I said, she even came out and said that when she got pregnant a couple of decades ago, and she felt that, oh, I can't have this baby. My career, I, I want to go with my career. And she said she walked right into Planned Parenthood with her head held high, got her, her abortion on demand, and walked out and never looked back. And you have so many other evil women saying the exact same thing. Oh, I had an abortion. I had an abortion. I had an abortion because they want to make it commonplace. They want to make it seem as if though, if you don't have an abortion, oh, who are you? You have that baby? Why didn't you just abort that kid? You don't have time for that or that thing. This is what society has come to. And it is very evil that people aren't ashamed. And I've talked about this before. We need to bring shame back. Because maybe if we were to bring shame back, people would dress better. They would put clothes on. They would be careful with what they say. They wouldn't advertise all this stuff on social media. Social media has just make, made people just, oh, I can open up. And this all started back in the 80s with all these talk shows and people going on telling all their business with Oprah Winfrey being the queen of let's spill it all out. This has got to stop. We can't protect the most vulnerable, the babies that are in the womb, that are relying on ma to protect them. Oh, it's, it's, it's an inconvenience. It's just an inconvenience. I got to get rid of it and I got to move on. And we're going to help you with all these grants that we're going to set up. But if you can't feed your baby, hey, that's your fault. You should have aborted that baby. 
that's what they're saying, Bibi and Andrew. How cruel, how horrible. Did you ever think, Bibi, that we would be here at this place in time in 2022 and you would think Black people, that we love the family, we care about our families, would want to treasure and keep this. But the left has told them, you don't have to, why should you get rid of it and move on and keep the population at 13%? Bibi, what do you say? You know, you, you bring up uh, a lot of good information. You're absolutely right. Um, one of the things the left, the Democrats, because they're one and the same at this point in time, one of the things that they have successfully done is they've managed to convince Black people, to many, not all, to abandon their Christian faith, their Christian principles, in order to support things that are against the word of God. Hispanics don't do it. Many Hispanics are Catholic and they're evangelical, and they are against abortion. So many of them, as a result, they're moving toward the Republicans. Black people just do not seem to have this, and maybe because they're pastors, ministers are not emphasizing it. They are putting the Democratic Party over the word of God. They'll say, well, I'm a Christian. I go to church every, every Sunday, and yet they will pull the lever for a pro-abortion politician. And I will say something that's very controversial, but I believe it very deeply. A lot of Black people, Christians, are going to burst hell wide open because we are going along with this pro-abortion party. We're not questioning it. We're putting the Democratic platform over God's word. And this is very, very critical. And to another point of mine, you see a lot of black churches in the black, in the inner city communities, yet you see crime, drug use, violent shootings. That's because these churches do not possess power because they are not obeying the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Case, couple of cases in point, and I'll be, and I'll close. Um, Raphael Warnock, is the former pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, the historic church that was pastored by Dr. Martin Luther King. In order to go up or gain power in the Democratic Party, he presents himself as a pro-choice pastor, which is an oxymoron, because Proverbs 6.17 tells you that God hates hands that shed innocent blood. Jeremiah 1 and 5, God said, before I, I, you were formed in the womb. He knew us before we were formed in the womb. And there are many passages in the Bible. So he's a pro-choice pastor. That's crazy. Case in point number two, Reverend Jesse Jackson used to be pro-life, pro-life until he wanted to run for president as a Democratic candidate. And then he changed, he switched. They have sold their souls in order to rise in the Democratic Party. And we as a people, and I pray for God's forgiveness, we will be held accountable. Thank you. You're right. A lot of them have sold their souls to the devil. And for what to rise in this party that they put before God, to rise in this demonic party, this is not the party of JFK. It's a party filled of sin and shame and debauchery a party filled with misinformation. And we're, they're always saying that the right, they're full of misinformation. No, 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 not at all. The left, a walking, talking time bomb of misinformation as to what is and what isn't. 
Look at the Calvin Klein ad that came out the other day of a transgender woman or man. I never can get it right, but it's a woman who decided to become a man. But she kept her ovaries. Why? I thought you didn't want to be a woman. What happened? I mean, I don't get it. You said that you did not want to be a woman, that you did not identify with being a woman, but yet and still, you're going to keep your ovaries. Well, just in case I want to use them. Oh, just in case you realize that I made a mistake. So you want to push this garbage on us and want us to accept it. That Oh, I'm a man and a man had a baby. No, a man did not have a baby, folks. Stop it. Stop the lie. That's misinformation. Misinformation at the highest order. There is no way that a man could have a baby. Not at all. Not in this lifetime. Now, I know I read the other day that there are some doctors in India who have been deceived. They have allowed Satan to enter into their minds. So now they're trying to transport a female's womb until a man to see if a man can have a baby. Still, it cannot happen, okay? But see, man has become so corrupt and so evil that he's thinking of everything possible to try and change what God has ordained. Created he, man, and woman. Oh, but we got to change that. We want something else there because we don't like it. So this woman who decided I'm a man, but I'm going to keep my ovaries so that I can have a baby. I remember back, it was in 20, I think it was 2001, I think it was, or two, that People Magazine came out with a piece saying that, oh, the first man to get pregnant. I'm thinking, what? Those were the headlines. But then when I read the story, it was actually a woman who decided to become a man. But she kept her ovaries because she wanted to be or wanted it to be said that she was the first man to have a baby. And then everyone like clockwork just said, oh, a man had a baby. No, a man did not have a baby because that's not a man. But we're supposed to believe it. And I think it was the onion newspaper that came out and poked fun of this with Rachel Levin on Twitter, and they shut down the account. Because you know they're saying that Rachel Levin is a woman whom Biden promoted in his administration of the health czar or something. And, and by the way, Rachel Levin, used to be Richard Levin, went to school with Mark Miley. Make the connection. That's the reason why Mark Miley is so woke. This is nothing but sin and shame, debauchery. And the Bible said that in the last days, these are the things that would happen. We're living in the last days. Now, I'm not saying that the world's going to end tomorrow or a year from now. But what we're seeing is what the Bible had spoke about. The last days. Now, some will say, oh, well, you know, I don't believe in the Bible. I believe in, uh, I believe in the Quran. I believe in the, the Hindu, this or that. But you know what's interesting, guys? Is that even in those books, they too speak of the last days. 
and how man would fall so far from the creator, which is what's happened today. When you see a civilized country making fast track to get rid of a baby, to tell people that what a mother is carrying is not a baby, it's just a glob of sale. It's just an it. When you see a civilized society that's willing to take food from the mouth of babes and send it somewhere else to the border, your taxpaying dollars promoting that, sending that food somewhere else so that your babies can't get it. And then they're going to tell you, and don't even think about coming up with these home remedies. It won't work. It'll kill your baby. Don't you dare do it. And you know what? If you do try it, if that baby gets sick, what you bet? They won't have child protective services there to take away your baby. But you can tell your baby all day long, confuse your child and tell your child that, oh, by the way, you're not a he, you're a she, or you're not a she, you're a he, or you're not either, you're an it. We're living in the last days. And Andrew, it's sad, it's unfortunate, but the righteous better wake up and be prepared because this is what's happening. Yeah, well put, Rob. Thank you so much to our guest tonight, BB Diamond, for joining us once again. We always appreciate her joining us and giving us her great insights. Uh, we'll look forward to having her on again in the near future. Thank you all for joining us tonight on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Check us out and all the other shows over at AmericaOutloud.com, who just celebrated its sixth anniversary. You can also find America Out Loud on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or Pandora. Please like and subscribe, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com and find the Listen Live tab for 24-7 Talk Radio. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something, or you will fall for nothing. Nothing.